Wrestling, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I'm your host, the host with the most viral stand-up video about professional wrestling, Dan Black, a.k.a. Dunsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. the Patreon Don, a.k.a. everyone's favorite Donnie Capri from the time I went to it. The Lee, aka the modern day goof, coming at you like Scott Bakula. Baby, we're taking a quantum leap. Gabba, gabba, wee, gabba, wee, yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our hot, hot wrestling reactions. Woo! Oh, man, this is a spicy weekend. I got a big... Big, big announcement here. Now, Nancy Newman is not currently with me right now, but that's okay. I don't need him because I got so much heat coming into this that, like, he might just be in my way. All right? First thing I want to say, we got a Patreon. Okay? If you're like this show, you like what we do, know this is grassroots, baby. We're doing this from the ground up, one at a time, Bernie Sanders style. You don't have to like him, though. Uh... uh, 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 uh $27 donations on average. No, uh, <laughs> no, we got it way lower than that. No, but uh, we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. You get access to our bonus episodes on there. Uh, right now, I just posted today our review of Ready to Rumble, the movie from 2000 with all of the WCW superstars, wrestlers at the time, uh, in a movie that uh, w- was described by some as uh, juvenile fart joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, a wild movie. But yeah, we have a review episode of up uh, uh, up there right now for patrons. Check that out. It's being called by a couple people. The feedback I'm getting is our best bonus episode to date. Uh, also, we have the Cal Lacroix challenge up there. We're drinking Coy La- Cal. Oh, we're drinking Lacroix cocktails. So a bunch of stuff on there. Check that out. Um, cool. Now here's the big announcement. Okay. Are you guys ready for the big announcement? I just want to say, yeah, we got in studio today. We got Zig the engineer. I'm back. They couldn't keep me out of here. Yeah, yeah. And we and we got uh, Anosh. Bienvenidos, Daniel. Fucking Anosh. Okay, hey, let's get. Oh yeah, crack to the one percenters whoop ass. Okay, Step here's our big LaCroix. announcement, which I've teased last week. Basically, made the announcement already. See you fourth wall. We are going to have a big comedians of wrestling live show. SummerSlam weekend, Saturday, August 18th at midnight after NXT TakeOver in New York City. We will have the cow SummerSlam Slamtacular. Uh it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Uh I'm 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 pumped is for that, it. Is that the official name? The SummerSlam Tacular? <laughs> yeah, the comedians of wrestling SummerSlam Tacular live event. <laughs> Uh, on this show, let me tell you something, okay, about this show, featured on this show. I will be doing what I've been teasing for a while now. I've been talking about it. It's been a lot of lip service till now. Mm-hmm. But at this show, after NXT TakeOver in New York, I mean, if you live 
in the northeast quadrant. There's no excuse. No. I mean, right? No, the flight paths are numerous. I will be doing a half hour of professional wrestling material. Okay, uh, I've been writing like a madman <laughs> for just about professional wrestling. Just uh, uh, and it's been so fun, and I'm excited. I've been working. Uh, some of our patrons, if you uh, are at a certain level of patri- patronism, patronism, patriotism. Uh, you're close. Yeah, if you're a patron, uh, I, I've been releasing little clips, uh, and uh, it's been it's been. I'm excited for. It. I think it's going to be awesome. Come out and see. Me. Come out and see Dan stand up. If you like puns, wordplay, yeah, that's my <laughs> knock style. knock jokes. Yeah. Oh man, this is going to be low, right up your. If you like low energy, a yeah. guy who <laughs> three rhymes, a guy yeah. who just stands in a spotlight, right. doesn't move yeah, around yeah. at all, uh, then you'll like what yeah, I do. It's very man on the moon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, no, I. Give you what it is. I'm not really into the Kaufman stuff, except for the wrestling stuff. You know it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to be doing a half hour of pro wrestling material. Also, hey, current intercontinental champion Dolph Ziggler oh, will be baby. on the show. Cool. He is confirmed. It's a hot card. God, I mean, can you believe how hard this guy works? He's going to come to our show. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I mean, the show off will be there showing off. I mean, that should be enough, right? I shouldn't even yeah. have to say anymore. But we're going to have other, we're going to have more guests. Right now, um, the location, I'm going to announce the location of the show next week. It's TBD. Still working on some details there, but we will have a, we will have a venue. Right now, we're just, we're taking our pick of venues. Yeah, there's just so okay? many, so many venues on the commodity. Table. Yeah, right. absolutely. But hey, spread the word about the show. It's not, this show, I, I don't know the price of the tickets right now, but this is not going to, this isn't going to cost you an arm and a leg. Like, this is about, being there and uh, getting the cow nation, getting the jabroniac nation together. That's right. Do we know if uh, Ziggler's going to be wrestling or performing a little bit of comedy? We're going oh, to keep that as a question mark. We don't know what. We don't know what. We don't know what he's going to do. What color pants is he going to be wearing? Will they be tight? The pink pants are. You know, know, you never the know with, with, with what he's going to do. But Ziggler's confirmed on the show, Yoda. so that's a big August eighteenth. This thing I've been talking about. Time to put my money mm-hmm. where my mouth is. Now, yeah. all right about the tickets. I don't have any of the structure completely figured out yet. But if you're a patron of this show, I will guarantee you that. I will get you a ticket to the show. This show is going to sell out. You know, uh, it's going to be awesome. I'm confident that we're going to have a, ni- a good turnout. Uh, but if uh, if you're a patron of the show, I will make sure that you get a ticket. Dan, I have show. a question. Will you be able to give some comps to like a listener, maybe a listener or two that mm, good question that's in the area? Because it'd be like a little mini contest. Good question. Careful how you answer this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, will we? Be, I yes. We will be we will be giving out some comps. I'm holding off on announcing any of that stuff because we don't have the location figured out. We're still working out the details. All you need to know is that if you're at if you were on the if you were on the if you were like thinking, hey, should I go to takeover this time? You have plans after takeover. When takeover's over, that's yeah. that that is the I mean, I'm so pumped for this week for the weekend. Honestly, if you having a live show there kind of turns uh, New York into a little bit of a comic con for wrestler fans. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They got SummerSlam. They can go to a nice cow event after. I'm sure there'll be some other stuff. Stop by Hall H. Get an autograph with Dan. Yeah, get an autograph. Little panel action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be awesome. Everyone, cool your jets. Shanti, Shanti, Everyone, Shanti. Uh, cool your jets. But yeah, anyway. Summer cow summer slam tacular August 18th Saturday night at midnight location will be announced on the podcast next 
week. We're pumped about it. Sweet. Anyway, moving on. All right. So, hey, just as a quick reminder, we still have the Newman T-shirt contest going on. The Nasty Newman T-shirt contest going on. That ends the get. You got to get your submissions in the Wednesday after Extreme Rules. So that's July eighteenth. Uh, that Wednesday, get your ex- designs in. There's like four already, and they're, they're pretty, pretty damn good. I like them. So let's. Uh, I see you guys playing the long game, getting in at mm-hmm. the buzzer. Yeah. There's no real benefit to getting it in early uh, in terms of competition. I'll be frank about that. Uh, Post it on the, the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page. Uh, what I'm wrestling for in the morning under his eye. Blessed be the fruit. Uh, okay. <laughs> hey, remember, some of the show, you can cash in on this show. Get your opinion on the show. You're going to hear some voicemails on the show. And you're going to be like, man, how can I get my voicemail on the show? Let me t- I'll tell you this right now. All you got to do is leave us a voicemail at 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Blow my mind. Gabba. Gabba wee. Uh, yeah, so cool. Whew. All right. <laughs> All right, man. That was a Not hell of an intro. Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a breather here quick. Maybe take a quick uh tw- take a quick sip. Mm. Yeah, let's get into it. So um let's see. I get a couple more things before we get into Raw and SmackDown. I got a couple more the things. The intro continues. You know what talk about? I'm going to talk about the show Glow. That's what I want to talk mm. about. I'm like, oh yeah, hot show. Bill, yeah. Billboards everywhere. I would like to talk about the show Glow. Uh, we're not—they're not a paid sponsor of the show. Uh, I'm going to try to get some Glow, some Glow stars, some Glow maniacs. <laughs> yeah, Glow. Uh, I'm trying to see if I can get someone on the show from the show. But uh, I just finished season two of Glow, uh, and I just want to say that I thought it was fantastic. Highly recommend it. I think that uh, they do a really great job on that show of weaving in the, all the elements of what make professional wrestling great in such a palatable way while still making it, the show is not about wrestling. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there's a lot of wrestling on the show, but uh, they do such a good, but they still, it's, I feel like it's so easy to not hit on, like not, they clearly do their homework. So that's why, that's why my hat's off. Um, one thing I really love about the show is why I recommend it is uh, Allison Bree's character and Betty Gilpin, I think her name is. I don't understand yeah. her last name. They have a storyline in the show that is so is so pro wrestling. All right. Uh, I mean, I could spoil it because it's season one, right? Yeah, season one, you're good. I could say yeah, anything yeah. about season one, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's the first episode of season one, so I don't think it's a spoiler. Yeah. But essentially, Alison Brie is like this broken down, failing actress, and Betty Gilpin is like a six. She's like a soap star who's mm-hmm. like started a family, and she's dealing with the sexism of the '80s and like how like now that she's a mom, it's kind of like, what do I do? I still want to be like a movie star, but uh, a star, but I want to have a family. She's towing that line, you know, in a different time. Uh, but she seems to be have everything. And Alison Bree's character makes a very poor decision and uh, has sexual relations with Betty Gilpin's husband. Mm. And they're best friends before this. And throughout the whole series, it's the two of them. And they have such... Uh, there's so much tension between them. And the thing is, they have amazing in-ring chemistry. <laughs> like, that, like, they have the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels... Chemistry of like they hate each other, but they gotta they gotta work with each other. So and they know that the other one's having a relationship yeah, with the husband. But they're yeah. also like understanding where each other's behavior comes from. And anyway, all I'm saying is that I I, I don't want to tease. I don't want to give away too much of the show. Yeah, yeah. 
But it is such a like it's such a thing we mark out for so hard in wrestling. The Lita Edge storyline. The like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in real life, Matt Hardy was dating Lita. Edge stole Lita from her in real life. And then they're like, let's make it a storyline. <laughs> and uh I lo- I just I love I love I, I love that element of the show. I it's it's they that's thing of the show. The the problem those two have weaves throughout the whole show in a way that is like in a way that is like it's never not there. It's yeah, like yeah, you know their relationship, present, yeah. right? Their relationship is broken, and they're trying to fix it, and they understand each other's behavior completely, but they can't get over it mm. because it's it's a wound that is almost I don't know unhealable. I want to say yeah. Also, some solid performances from both of them. Both of them, yeah, they killed it. Anyway, and there's a scene in this season that I keep wanting to talk about. I can't talk about, but anyway, I think the show is great. I, I really, I really dig it. I won't bore you with it anymore, but I, I, I wanted to talk about the show before I got forgot. Okay, cool. Moving on. All right, uh, all right, well, all right. Before we get to Ron SmackDown, I got one more thing. I want. I got to give patron shoutouts. I'm yeah, overdue yes. for shouting out the patrons. It's been a while. Respect yeah. to the patrons. Okay, cool. So uh, quickly, let's give the let's give out some shoutouts to some people. Okay, ready. All right, Philip Hollingsworth. Burn it down! Thanks for supporting the show, uh, Emily Scott. Uh, what does she get? What does she get? What does she get? She gets a fashion. Thanks for supporting the show, <laughs> Jacob Levitt. Thank you for giving more money. Already, you were supporting the show, but thanks <laughs> for giving more. Yeah, uh, and I think I said all these people already. Yeah, I think those are all the new ones that we have. I think I gave all these other people shout-outs. So dope. Anyway, cool. Thanks for joining the show. Now, dope. All right, now let's... Uh, I, I, I got another thing before we get into Raw SmackDown this week. I want to say, in terms of Hounds of Merch, you know what? This group of professional wrestling fans, we're nutty about merch. Uh, we're always talking merch on the Comedians Wrestling Forward for the Morning uh, and uh, I gotta say, I got my first acid wash WWE shop shirt. <laughs> Red. I don't know now what we're talking that about. means. How they? I don't know if that means that like they just like I don't know like uh, they like spit acid on it. Like I don't know like Randy Orton's venomous snake acid. But I don't know what that means. But those shirts they're really soft, and we always complain about the crunch of the WWE shirts. I cannot recommend these shirts enough. They're so comfortable. They fit like a normal shirt. Get that. I got an Alexa Bliss one. Soft style. Yeah, soft style one. Uh, Dan Black, they fit like a normal shirt. They fit like... That's what you. That's, <laughs> that's how low the bar is on WWE merch. <laughs> You're like, fuck, website. this is my favorite wrestler. And so good, it fits like a normal shirt. That's Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, okay. <laughs> cool. Um... All right, let's get into Raw SmackDown. I, I, I got other stuff. I, I don't want to get into it. There's too much good shit to talk about. Let's move on. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, Newman's here? All right, that's perfect timing. All right, yo, guys, we're never going to talk about Raw and Smack. This is the show that never starts. All right, so this is this is something I'm really excited to do, okay? So, all right, one of our... Actually, Emily Scott, one of our jabroniacs and new patron of the show, she, I guess, got followed by a uh, a fake Seth Rollins account on, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, and so this guy, I, I guess she maybe would she friend somebody? Well, I, Nancy I don't, Newman in studio. She, I think she like, uh, yeah, maybe she like followed the page or something, and then he contacted her and was like, "Here's my number. You're pretty cute." 
And it's a Chicago number, too. Oh, geez. Hey, you're pretty cute there. He he wrote it as if he was like a bot, though, but he's it's obviously yeah, not a bot. He didn't write it like a human being. No, he was very it's, weird with it. It seemed like a copy and paste message that he Definitely. sends to every woman right. that he comes across. But it was like Instagram. slightly robotic okay. English. Would you like but, me to read it? But he... Um, yeah, please read it. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I would like you to read it. I would, but I, I wanted to. I want to have the post up myself. Oh, would, copy. Oh, I got it. I got it. All right. Because I want to see. Okay, this is from. Uh, I got it. So I'm just read it. But it says it's from Seth. Uh, 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 it's got Seth Rollins like classic <laughs> WWE image, you know, like when it's like when it has the tail of the tape, like Seth Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler. It's got that picture in there, so you know his personal account that he would have right. wouldn't have him like at the CrossFit gym. Right. It's got right. him in his like most. It's like the same picture from like the side of the the souvenir cup you get. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you drive by like a a, a, a WWE tractor trailer, yeah. you can see exactly <laughs> this a huge like fat head of this smiling back at you. Seth Rollins, it's uh, Seth. Seth Rollins six three six five. He couldn't get the other six thousand. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could. He couldn't get it. This is the six thousand three hundred sixty fifth Seth Rollins account. Uh, <laughs> you, everyone knows that Seth Rollins has Seth Rollins one. Right. Yeah. 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 So this is a DM, right? Yes, yeah, so this is a DM. He says, "Hello, dear. How are? Wait, should we do? Uh, that should do it in, in the Seth Rollins voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Hello, dear." How are you doing? I can't do it, Rollins. What does Rollins even sound like? Hello, dear. <laughs> Architect Rollins. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up. Hello, dear. How are you? No. Hello, dear. How are you doing? Thank you for being a fan and liking my page. And God bless you. Dot dot. Just two dots. Ellipse. Get that third one in. An ellipse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I sent you a request on here because you are. A very beautiful woman, and you seem to be a very nice person <laughs> that I would like to know more about. I love, I love that. Uh, it's like obviously, it's like first, like you're hot, and then you you seem like a nice person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, God has a reason for all purpose. Wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's such a curveball, and it's yeah. technically because there's a comma. It's part of that same sentence. So this sentence grammatically reads, incorrect. Too. All right, so this is uh, coming off a of God bless you. Ellipsis, and then I send you a request on here because you are a very beautiful woman and you seem to be a very nice person that I would like to know more about. God has a same sentence. God has a reason for all purpose. Are you single? Same sentence. A, a question at the end of that double uh, sentence. Yeah. All right, run on sentence. Um, if if space space yes. Here's my private cell. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And I, all right, we got that. Drop me a message and I will get back to you ASAP. Okay. So uh Emily posted this on here and uh and uh we're gonna right now we're gonna call Seth Rollins right now. Um I think how do you want to do it? Like you, you're saying you want to call as Stone Cold. I'm gonna call as Stone Cold, and I'm gonna because somebody. Think, I'm just gonna do somebody's suggestion in the thing. I'm gonna call him as Stone Cold and see if we can get Roman to take off the vest. Okay, I'm gonna see if I can. Yeah, I want Seth Rollins, yeah, to talk to his buddy, to talk to his buddy Roman about taking the best <laughs> off. Okay, you, okay. Should we do, should we tr should we do? Hopefully, he answers. I, know, I wish, we, like, had a, in, I wish we had a girl here though. Oh right, yeah. Uh, is there any girl we can grab in the in no. the theater? No, no. Okay, there's no one here. Well, there is, but they're all there's like shows going on. They can't. We can't. They're, they're all we performing. can't scout somebody. Try to get a girl to call also after Stone Cold. Oh, maybe. All right. Know. What What do you got to put in when I call to make it like star six? Like, what, make hide it, it. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. You could call just it call it and then block the number on your phone. Yeah, 
Doesn't Star Six Seven do this? I don't know. It's not I don't know. This is in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, real, right. real quick, Wait, block on my phone. What is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you add the contact to your phone, you can block the number. You like scroll down in the options. You, I'll show you how to do it. Do we know uh, what the area uh, code is? Chicago. Oh, it's Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So All am right. I going to hear that in here, and he's going to hear me? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. So, should I put this on speaker? Okay, so right now we're calling Seth Rollins, 6365, uh, and uh, we're going to call him as Stone Cold, and we're going to try to get... what. All right, so, the goal is you're going to... Yeah. Here we go. Don't laugh. I'm going to leave a message if I can't get through to him. Yeah. We're sorry, this person is not available right now. Set up your voicemail, Jabroni. Let's go to Stone Cold here, old Stone Cold. I'm looking for Seth Rollins. I got your phone number off of Instagram. I'm wondering if you can put me in contact with your buddy Roman Reigns. Look, I think he's got a hell of a look, but he's got to take the vest off. Let's see those packs, right? Let's see those abs. Hey, look, uh, you seem like a nice person. I uh, I know that God has a purpose for everybody. So I'm hoping, Seth, uh, you can reach out to your buddy. Have him contact me at uh, 123 Gimmick Street. And let me tell you one more thing. If you contact women on Instagram, I'm going to drop you on that stack of dimes. You call a neck, run you through that wall, Stone Cold Stunner style, so fast your head will spin. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> one take, baby. Oh, oh man, that's amazing. Oh man. Oh shit. Oh, I wish you would great. call back. We have to try again next time from a we different should, phone. We're gonna call, we're gonna call, call every week. week yeah, until yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna block this number on my phone. All right, I gotta, I gotta go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, oh, man. Uh, right. Nasty right. dude, man. Yeah. 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 All right, man. Listen, uh, I told you that long intro would pay off. Okay. Great. Um, <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. We're going to keep calling this fucking guy until oh, we yeah, get him <laughs> Until Seth Rollins picks up the phone. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what in the event that, like, an Armenian man in, like, a Chicago tenement picks up, then what? We roll with it. I mean, yeah. We're, that's, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of what we're hoping for. Yeah. <laughs> There's, I, all I know is I'm pretty sure it's not Seth Rollins. Uh, <laughs> I don't be so sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's get into Raw and SmackDown this week. What do you say? All right, baby. Okay, so I think this week in professional wrestling is... Uh, I think this was a week where I noticed... I was in my head calling it the week of terrible performances and terrible acting. Uh, there was so much... It was There was so much stuff in here where I was like, I kind of like what's happening here, but the performances were like so uh, stale that I was like, what, like, you know... What's going on here? Now, some there was a lot of good stuff that I dug this week, but ultimately I was like, uh, there was a couple moments where I was like, man, like, this is like worse than porn acting. Uh, and it's just frustrating, you know. Uh, Welcome I, back I, to Inside the Actor's Studio. Yeah, Dan absolutely. Blunt. Well, I think, I mean, I guess you can make the argument, like, what am I expecting here? But I do think it has something to do with the process. Like, I do think that these people, are, these people, the wrestlers are capable of more, and I feel like they're getting these scripts last second. It's so obvious to me that they're, like, always 
looking for the next line. And if I think if they gave him just three bullet points and they, I feel like they would be looser, you know? Um, so Reigns came out. He did the same old promo he did last week. He's getting over with the Bob thing. Obviously, we know Reigns is stiff. Uh, what was... I don't know. If, so him and Lashley are beefing. I don't know if it's for... It's confusing. Is this for the number one contender spot? Like, I don't know. I, I, I So we know now we're hearing that Brock, it's being reported, and God, most of the time these things that come out are true. I know we say we get, uh, it's our truth. Uh, we, we get worked a lot, and we do, but I do find that a lot of Brock news turns out to be <laughs> the truth. So I feel like he's not going to wrestle at SummerSlam. I'm feeling that's going to actually happen, and, and and you could see from what's going on here that that might be the, uh, the case. Uh, but, I mean, if that's what's happening, okay, I'm okay with Brock not wrestling at SummerSlam. I, I don't think it's okay. I, I'm not okay with it. I think that if you're going to hold the belt and you're not wrestling, you have to be at the major pay-per-views. I like getting worked. We talked about this on a previous episode with uh, King of the Custom Intro, Jason Shapiro. Uh, like the concept of, of the fact that... Uh, him not being there is working us. It's getting heat, right? And he's, like, too good, and there's not a good competitor there. That's fine. But he has to be defending at major pay-per-views. I mean, uh, or else there's no belt. Like, it's starting to feel like there's no belt. Now, I'd be, I'd be, I'm not going to be okay with it, but if this is what the situation is going to be, well, then the main belt on Raw is the IC belt, especially if you have Dolph Ziggler and Rollins putting on fucking barn burners, you know, then let's get that. Like right now, again, this is another example of Roman Reigns being put in a bad spot with the writing. Now, the writing was fine when it's like, okay, these two are going to be number one contender for the Universal Belt, Rollins and Lashley. But if it's going to be, if we're just going to have those two just having a grudge match for nothing and we don't know how it plays into Lesnar after they already announced, it's like going back, they already announced that. It was going to be a number one contender match. It was going to be like a multi-man match. And then now it's like, okay, it's just the two of them. Now it's just a match at Extreme Rules. Not to mention that they haven't announced that there's any extreme stipulation on it. And knowing then they'll just make it the main event of that pay-per-view. And it'll just be Rollins versus Lashley for nothing. So, I don't know. They're telling a story there. But we don't know if it leads to the title. And my thing is like, all right, well, if let's stop. This week felt like Reigns is weak. But Rollins and Reigns should be the star of Raw right now. And those guys didn't even have a promo. They were part of the Reigns-Lashley storyline this week. And it's like, those guys are going to have a 30-man Iron Man match at Extreme Rules. That is fucking awesome. Uh, I mean, I am. Uh, that is one of. I am. That is a match that I. I can't remember another match that I've been this excited for. And I. Pff, I mean, I right now off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean that is. Yeah, I'm ecstatic for this match. Uh, that's awesome. But let let's acknowledge that that is the main event of Extreme Rules. It's the IC belt, which they they won't do it. They'll probably put Reigns Lashley as the main event, but. For not for no belt, you know this is an example where Lesnar, like if it's if if we don't know when this belt's going to be defended, it's that's when it's ridiculous. I like that he's not around, but if it's going to be like the belt just doesn't exist and it holds back that IC title, it's like when I said when Miz had the belt, it was like that is the main belt, so let's treat it as such. But when you have the two guys who are like two of the best workers in the company, yeah, but 
get Reigns out of the way. He's got his storylines irrelevant right now. Uh, and it buries Reigns. It doesn't help him either. Uh, they go, oh, we'll give him two matches this week. It's going to make him look strong. It's like, no, it just makes him look in the way. Now, Ziggler, I thought, had a nice moment. I love, I love when he came out. I mean, the guy looks like a million bucks. Ziggler by his podcast. I always say it. Love the black pants. Uh, it'll go from the, some weeks pink. It goes to the black. Uh, I like when he said, you're, I like your, he said that Reigns, you're calling my ring your yard. I love that because it's so on brand for the McIntyre Ziggler uh, uh, gimmick where, or the lack of gimmick, if you want to call it, where they're like, nah, we're pro wrestlers. Like, that's what we are. We don't, we're no gimmicks, no nothing. It's a ring and you're calling it a yard. That's stupid. I like that. I think that's, I dig that. Um, so yeah, I mean, we had this match of, uh, we had uh, McIntyre and Zig versus Rollins and Reigns. I mean, obviously awesome match. Those are all great workers. We like what they're doing there. Uh, in the beginning, it was set up through, <laughs> we knew when they were beating up on Reigns, we knew in the beginning, we know Rollins was going to run in. But it's so that's such an interesting thing about wrestling where it's like we, it's so predictable, but you just you love it anyway. Like I was just like, uh, like my thought process is not I'm not thinking about the writing. I'm not going, oh my God, is Rollins gonna come to save Reigns here? I'm like, I know hundred percent he's doing that. My thought process was, are they gonna play his music or is he just gonna come without music? That seems to be my interesting thing is about the production of that. Like I love thinking you know, sometimes their music hits and they run down and sometimes they just appear. Sometimes they come from the crowd for no reason. Like they happen to be going to get like a beer on in section 206. And then all of a sudden now they run it. They're run, Oh no. Oh, Reigns is in trouble. Damn it. I, I, they dropped the fucking beer and they come from the crowd. <laughs> they were going to kiss a relative uh, <laughs> that came to see the show. Uh, that's what I'm thinking about. But I think that's always really fun. Will his music play? I like that. Now, um, this 30 man this 30 minute Iron Man match, like, I feel like similar to the AJ Shinsuke feud, this should not be the last time we see. I'll be bummed if Ziggler Rollins just wins the belt back and then SummerSlam maybe they do a multi man match or something. Like, I want this match. I want the one hour Iron Man match at SummerSlam, especially if Lesnar is not there. That's how you solve the lack of Lesnar. If he's not going to be there, Put the IC belt on display and show people that we don't need Lesnar. Try to even show the casual fan who's going to pop into SummerSlam because it's one of the more popular pay-per-views. Show them that we don't need Lesnar. Show them this guy, Seth Rollins. Show, you know, show them Ziggler. I love that. Uh, but the fact that Ziggler and Rollins had no segment really this week, I don't know. I mean, they, they did a lot, but they weren't. It, those guys weren't talking shit to each other. They got to... In, they only have one more show until they have a 30-man Iron Man. Like, that is a dream fucking match. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Oof, how does that match go? Anyway. Uh, okay. The one thing I'm thinking about uh, is with Seth Rollins. This is just a tangential thing about Seth Rollins because I'm always thinking about the architect. You know that. When I saw him in the, uh, I saw him in the, the airport going through security, I just stared at him like I was like... A 15-year-old girl seeing, like, Backstreet Boys <laughs> in 98. I, I mean, he's wearing the stupid CrossFit toe shoes and stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, all, dressed in all black. The guy was the architect. He looked great. Anyway. <laughs> That's beautiful man. For you. Beautiful man. Beautiful man. Anyway. Let's think about the story of Seth Rollins, the long-term storytelling of Seth Rollins. And I was like, man, this is great. He had a moment. It's almost, like, similar to what I was talking about with Glow. 
But he had a moment where him and Rollins were backstage, and uh, I think Cole called them the brother in arms. You know what I mean? And and like I had this moment of feeling like, man, these two these two characters have like had a they went came a long way. They're friends again, like. But like, there's this feeling there where you're like, oh, I wonder if they really trust each other. I was getting into the storyline. I was getting worked, that, and that and that's because like, if you think about the Seth Rollins storyline, uh, this is what I'm zoning out during like the like Titus O'Neil AOP match. Is uh like NXT? All right, Seth Rollins was in NXT. He was the first NXT champion. Okay, so down there he was a big deal, right? Uh, he was a Tyler Black on the indie in ROH and stuff. And he was a big deal guy. Uh, he gets put into the Shield, brought to the main roster. Now, this is before NXT is what it is today, where it's uh, part of the product, essentially, not just pure development. And um, he comes up, and he is the jabroni of the Shield. Like, he's the shafted Shield member. Re Roman Reigns is looking really cool, standing in the back, being big, just saying believe that. The, the mic, the face is Dean Ambrose. And Rollins is the guy in the worst gear. He's got the uh, he's got the bleach streak in his hair, which is like I don't know. To me, red is uh, I, I learned to really love it, but originally it was just like, well, that's that's just try that's just annoying cheap heat. It's like emo cheap heat. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was wearing like a the a bomber, like a you know like a bomber vest. You know you know like uh, Zig. You know like comic books when like one character has an outfit that's like. You're not. You're not one of. The, you're not the main guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like your superhero uniform. Like you don't have the cool costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I can't like, think of an example right now. Like uh, I would say, like, like superhero wise, probably like, um, you know, Batman has a cool uniform. Like Robin. Yeah, Robin has a whack uniform. Like the Robin, where it's like Robin uniform exists to make Batman's uniform look cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like something like that where you're like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, well, uh, like Roman Reigns has the cool uniform in the shield. Then when he kept wearing the vest after we, and he kept the music and he didn't uh, evolve at all as a character, we know he, he went to Jabroni Town. But, so he's that. And then he, and then he's also the best wrestler of the three of them by far. But he's not getting the singles matches. He's just part of the shield. Uh, I remember even he took one of the best, like, big, big-time bump, and still, it didn't happen. Then, okay, so the guy, he's shafted. You could feel that character bubbling up, being like, I'm not getting my due. I'm the first NXT champion. And then he turns his back on those two guys who are more are get overrated. He couldn't handle it. If he waited his time, he would have got his due, but no, he chose to go to the dark side. He had his Anakin Skywalker moment. Slams Roman with the chair. I remember it was like yesterday. Always a plan B. Signs on with Triple H. It makes him a direct path to becoming Mr. Money in the bank. He wins the money in the bank, cashes in, Wins the belt in the in the most heelish way possible, as we all know. You were the chosen one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have the high ground, Rollins. <laughs> 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 uh, you could tell earlier we were talking about episode three and how I wish they established the higher ground concept. It would have made it much more impactful. <laughs> it still worked for me, but it would have made it more impactful. And how, earlier we made it like four o'clock this morning. Yeah, yeah with text thread. <laughs> oh yeah, four in the I morning. I woke up to a ninety text message thread about Star Wars episode. 
this dude. Yeah, no, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Anosh woke up and immediately responded five texts about, yeah. about the prequels. I was late to work because I was like, nope, well, I got to answer this. Hey, say whatever shit you want about the prequels and we will not, we'll get into this on another time. Whatever you want to say about the prequels, I'm not a prequels apologist per se, but uh, I would say that uh, I like all the politics of episode one through three more wild. than the jabroni first order of these new <laughs> movies. Right. The first order stinks. We're going to have a bonus episode where I just want you to unpack that What for an hour. is the first order? They stink. Ugh. They're derivative. It was almost like the Death Star never blew up. Anyway. I like the prequels because it's our only option. We have no other depiction of it. And we got so Darth Maul. That might be my new interest music. And that is the best score. Double lightsaber. All right, we lost a few listeners. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back in the wrestling. We're back in. All right. Okay, so the point is that. All right, so Rollins was the Padawan learner. No, no, no. Okay, so anyway. Baby, I'm fired up. Okay. So Rollins, I'm saying, he takes the easy route. Okay? Remember, he used to tell everyone, ha, ha, shut up. He took the easy route. And then, man, he didn't, he was the face of the company, cashed in, lost at Mania 31, but walked out with the belt. Uh, and then... When he had this feud with Triple H and he's burning it down, he's burning down his old self, man. You know what I mean? That was the old, that was the, oh, I don't have that, we gotta get that sound drop back on the board, but that's the should have known better dude, Rollins, who, uh, who, that's when he was like, yeah, I, I lost my way. And then now he's building himself back up and it's like almost great that Rollins hasn't had really like a big WrestleMania moment. Yes, he won the IC belt this year. We know that, but we know he stumbled along the way with the Jason Jordan stuff, and he is also like always trying to like show everyone, show Rollins and Ambrose, uh, Reigns and Ambrose that he's like learned his way, and he's like grown, and he's look, he's become like he, you know, a more mature person. He's like, he's like, oh no, I almost, oh no, I, I was almost gonna say like LeBron going to the Heat. I almost compared wrestling to sports. Ugh. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but you know, LeBron went to the Heat, and it was just like, I just want to get the ring at all costs. Then he went back to Cleveland, but now he's a heel again. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Newman, so, or uh, not Newman, Nick Tulo sent me a message on Facebook. Just or, now? Just now that said, I'm so happy Mart Matt Martin is back. That is New York Islanders talk. Oh, all right. Yeah. Don't waste my show with that bullshit. Okay. Uh, come on. We got to edit that out. Can we edit that out? I'm freak. No, we can't. Tulo's a, Tulo's a secret hockey mark. Shame, shame, shame. Hockey, please, please <laughs> with the hockey. If you want, if you watch hockey, just unsubscribe to the show. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, no, don't, please, don't. Uh, <laughs> we need you. <laughs> okay, now we have burnt down Rollins. He's burning down his old self. Has he ever said that? So get get back to me. Hit me up, guys. I always say I'm not a wrestling uh, story. I'm a historian. I'm a wrestling mark. Burn it down. I always felt like it was because of that like factory fire in the 2K18 video. But is it about burning down his old self? Is that what it is? I would love that. But I think it's about like we're burning down Iowa. We're burning down whatever arena they're in. We're like, you know what, Rollins here. And we're ready to burn down this arena. Like I I don't think it's like I'm burning down my old self. Like it's like the Anakin. The Anakin uh, 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 Luke moment in episode six, 
right? Where he's like, take my mask off so I could see you. He's burning down the, the right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I thought you meant three, but yeah, that is. That no, is, that is happening. No, yeah. no, no, not the higher ground moment. Yeah. That's the opposite moment. That's, uh, that's, hmm, that's when Rollins broke. The, that episode three moment where he is in the lava and he loses his legs and all that, that is Rollins when he busted his knee. <laughs> During his architect run, because he, he thought, he's CrossFit Jesus, he thought, I could never, I could never get injured. He was quoted as saying, because of the way I train, I could never get injured. And then he had tore his ACL. Uh, <laughs> she took the low ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't, yeah, and I was like, you want the chosen? Well, we gotta get that drop. That's yeah, gotta I'll drop. get that drop for you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, you and McGregor are I always welcome on the show. I've become more powerful than you, master. Okay, alright, we gotta move on, we gotta move on. Okay, so... Um, my, well, here's one of my peeve about Roman Reigns, right? Roman Reigns always tells people, yeah, man, shut up. He always is like telling people to shut You know what? Shut up. And like, there's no consequences to saying shut up. Like shut up is a, is fighting word. If you tell someone to shut up and that you're having an aggressive exchange, they're probably just going to hit you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And he's just like, shut up. And then people just shut up. <laughs> That's not how shut up works. Or you talk through shut up. If someone's like shut up, I'm like, no, no, no. you know what? I'm not gonna shut up. You know what I mean? Like if you're like if uh, if if someone if like if someone yeah if someone says shut up, you go like, excuse me, mind your business. I'm not telling you to shut up, right? You, no one ever shuts up when you say shut up. Okay, shut the fuck up. <laughs> telling someone to relax. I'm fine. Uh, hold on. Shanti, Shanti. Shanti. Namaste, gender. Shanti. Uh, we got to find out. Is that offensive? Can we find out? I think it definitely skating the edge between <laughs> offensive and, and being kosher. It's part of wrestling. Though. As an Indian Canadian. This is it offensive? I deem it not offensive. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Here I go. Oh, you guys feel me. I'm so not offensive. That's all right. Fine. You could say anything about the Jews. It's fine. What's uh, this dude? Okay. So anyway, that's a reveal, guys. I'm Jewish. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, the Bobby Jew Lashley is terrible. Talk about bad performances. This guy is such a stooly magooly. I mean, this guy is a jabroni. Uh, I, I, he, I mean, he is so stiff. It's unbelievable. Uh, he had to deliver this line. I mean, he he, he comes out. Uh, I mean, I the thing I like about Lashley, I really am. It's true. Like, I really am like a, a sucker for like a bit. Like, he's jacked. So when he's there, I'm like, all right, whatever. I guess he belongs here. Like, he looks like I want to see Lashley matches, whatever. But I mean, he like he said this line. He said uh, you're, uh, he was like, you know what, Reigns, your yard is just a concrete patch in a trailer park. <laughs> well, by the way, that line is written for him, but you could say that like your yard is a concrete patch in a trailer park. That could be sold. Other wrestlers could sell that line. It's not terrible. It's uh, it's not my favorite, but it's not, it's sellable. It's workable. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely dependent on the performer that that speaks that line. Right, like Ziggler. I like when he said my when he said like you call why are you calling my ring your yard. I like that. I bet if he said like yeah, your yard is a it's a tough line, but it, <laughs> he still he didn't sell it at all. Anyway, uh, didn't I did whatever he had, he has new music that sounds heel, but. It, Bobby Lashley's new music is cool. I like it. It's got like a kind of like a, a brooding, like Chris Masters kind of vibe to it. Uh, I think that probably any Jack dude gets the Chris Masters layer, the Chris Masters filler, uh, filter on it. Uh, cool. So anyway, um, yeah, that's all, I got. that's all I got to say about that. Okay, so <laughs> let's move on. Let's, uh, let's hit a cash in. You guys want to hear a cash in? Yeah. Okay. 
What's up, guys? It's uh, Jesus. Um, What's up? You know, new top, new top listener, long top subscriber. I just want to let y'all know, you're always reading about physiques and shit, right? So, <laughs> who do y'all think that has the best beard? Like, if you rate physiques, why don't you rate beards? That's all I wanted to say. Uh, later. Yo, Jesus, I don't know what you said. You're a long-time listener, but you're long, a short-time listener, but long-time no, subscriber. He, he makes some up. specific New Age shit. I subscribe, but I haven't been listening. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's just here for the supporters. Yeah. No, Jesus, great question, man. I love when you guys give me questions. They're fun. Um, instead of when you announce the time and uh, say, give your catchphrase, yeah. and then just meander about how you like wrestling. <laughs> oh, remember last week someone just, was that Tulo who explained what wrestling was to yeah, us? Yeah, <laughs> we cut him off. Like, I think a minute into his two-minute cash-in, we cut him he off. He just explained <laughs> to us what wrestling is. Uh, no, Jesus, beards. Oh, great question. Now, I would like to uh, commend you for noticing that I'm always talking about dudes' physiques um, because uh, that is true. Uh, I got a text. I got a text from two... Dudes, this today saying, uh, "Yo, McIntyre's a specimen." <laughs> like, why? Like, uh, <laughs> anyone knows if they got a thought about a wrestler's body, they know where that thought's going out. Um, but yeah, no, I love it. I love dudes' bodies. Um, I love women's bodies also. Okay, um, uh, those are just harder to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, you run the risk of entering the swamp. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> those are harder to talk about. But uh, feel free to call me. I'm, DM me, and I'll, we'll talk about women's bodies. So, um, yeah. So, it's beards. So, here's the thing. Beards. Oh, they're hard to, it's hard to say what, like, a beard you like. I think it's interesting because you're talking about the actual beard. It's more about what What do I like? A, it's more, when it comes to beards, it's like, what does that beard do for that person's look? You know what I mean? Like Roman Reigns, if you want to talk about just bad beards, like Roman Reigns is like a patchy shit beard, which, by the way, I also have. So that's actually my favorite feature of Roman Reigns because I'm a narcissist, baby. Lex Luger style, baby. Put you up in the rack. But uh, 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 <laughs> wearing my fucking American, pan American flag pants on the Intrepid. Uh, but uh, yeah, like uh, uh, you're talking about in terms of like thickness of beard, I think... Um, like some beards I look at that are really nice. Like I like, uh, uh, like I was looking at Apollo Cruz's beard. He now mm. has a beard, and I was like, that's a nice looking beard. It fades in really nicely. Uh, the Usos have like nice little like nice beards that accentuate their faces in in ways that make them look more attractive to me. Um, and uh, uh, but in terms of like which beard I remember, the first thing is Luke Harper. I think has a really interesting look going on right now because he's got the long. Uh, Strowman-esque beard and uh, but on the side he also has a man bun going so he has a unique like almost like a uh, like a uh, <laughs> shit I can't see, like a samurai kind of a look yeah. even though he's a white guy uh, and uh, but I think it looks as him reinventing himself in the Bludgeon Brothers I feel like it looks cool like because the sides are pulled back in like a j-lo kind of a way you know like that kind of look where the where the hair like, it looks it's, like it's shaved on the side but it's not there's hair it's like a ponytail facelift yeah i have I actually have an answer or i have uh, an opinion on this oh yeah i'd say modern i think braun Strowman is killing the beard game yeah uh because of length and it actually looks good i say classic uh even though it's not a well-kept beard mick foley's beard 
because yeah. I think it's versatile. Yeah, and one thing about Mick Foley's beard, great call. Uh, Mick Foley's beard is uh, he, it's fully filled in, no yeah. patchiness, and also like he, ju- the only thing you'll see when his beard is grown out is just a mouth. You won't see any any skin peeking through at all, which I've always appreciated. And I think I promise mi- the only podcast where people are <laughs> dissecting beards. I, I, and before we move on, I think the missing teeth also adds a lot to yeah, Mick Foley's yeah. beard because when he was uh, yeah, teeth basically tooth basically in his beard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, that was yeah. basically a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know you're right. That beard's great. Uh, yeah, Strowman is such a great look. Also, I mean, with the beard, oh, I like Daniel Bryan is actually if you want to talk about beards. The beard, his beard is like iconic look for him is like, it's cool that when Daniel Bryan was retired, Daniel Bryan, he was shaven, clean shaven. But like when Daniel Bryan wrestles, he has the beard, you know? And he's like, it's, it's like his power comes like when Daniel Bryan has a beard, it's like, he has like crazy, like it's like, it's almost like he's seven feet tall. He well, gets a lot of power from his yeah, beard. Yeah, well, I think because they tap The beard into, is the most part of his gimmick. Is It's Daniel Bryan. It's the most tied in. Yeah. I think there's a primitive element to those type of unkept beards because I think that uh, comparatively, uh, Braun Strowman's and Daniel Bryan's, I think that Braun's is a little bit too camped. I think if he was like a wild man face, he could really sell that. If he was like a the crazy like wood, woodman strongman, I think that could be a good, good angle to bring in an unkept beard. Yeah. Cool. Um, uh, yeah. All right. For time, we'll move on. Great question. Uh, all right. Th- thanks for listening, Jesus. Uh, okay. So I'm going to get into the, I'm going to move on to the Bailey Sasha um, uh, counseling sessions. This was very odd. This was very, very odd here. Um, I, um, uh, all right. So Bailey and Sasha. Now, we've had these sessions before. We had the return of Dr. Shelby. Um, now, this guy's really funny. He was the guy who was the, the uh, therapist from uh, Team Hell No, oddly enough. He was their therapist. Um, but I just felt like the, I think the reason this was really odd was. First off, performance-wise, they're really stale. Um, one thing I did like, though, minor thing that I thought was pretty like on point for Bailey was she had one line in there where she's like a little kid. They, her and Sasha show up. They have the same time for counseling, and they think they have one-on-one counseling, but it's couples counseling essentially. And uh, they're they're yelling at each other, and Bailey just goes like, "She goes, you've been attacking me my whole life." She goes, "I attacked you. You've been attacking me my whole life." <laughs> like you've been taking my, they've been like like they're like sisters, right? Like that line is like they haven't known each other their whole lives. You know what I mean? It's such a like thing that little like girls and boys would say to each other. Like you've been taking me my whole life. It's so overly dramatic. Uh, I don't think she intended to do it. I, I don't know why. I don't really know. But uh, yeah, the whole segment was bizarro. They had their it was the friend zone. It didn't. It wasn't written in a way. It wasn't natural at all. It was not. It was scripted to be. Felt like it was like this was an example where something was bullet pointed, but should have had like a proper script. Should have been like, I guess, a sketch. But the tone of it was bizarre. They played like elevator music in the back. It was like, like it, it, you know, like and and and, and this is the remember this is the blow off of like six months of these two like of tension, and they're like grabbing each other. They're like for the first time putting hands on each other, and they have like this really. Like it's really goofy. They decided to make it silly, and also they decided to play to their not their strong suits. Like these are two performers who are like not the strongest actors, which we know, and 
and they and, but they are really strong workers and they have great in-ring chemistry and they're choosing to have them not be in the ring. I don't know. I think the whole thing was really bizarre. Um I thought Dr. Shelby, I think he's funny. Funny performance. Um but yeah, also it was like then they had a weird thing that was just like where they were impersonating each other and it was so Stupid. Like, oh, I'm Sasha. I blah blah blah. Like, why not? I would like if they had a. I wouldn't even mind this. This sell these things. Make they could still be funny if you just sell them. Like if they went back there and like, yeah, you know, I feel like since we got up from NXT, I try to help Sasha and she just is full of herself and doesn't respect me. Even when I was champion, she didn't respect me. I have that and have them blow up and then fight in the in, in the if they if this is what they wanted to do, it could be sellable. Now I don't know. I just feel like I, I Bailey's. Heel turn also has been really soft. I just I don't I don't get it. Uh, hopefully they know where they're going. All right, let's not waste more time on that. Um, okay, let's get into Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman. So we're setting up for this Kevin Owens Braun Strowman feud at Extreme Rules. So let's talk about another good character. His name's Kevin Owens. Uh, so Kevin Owens is really interesting. So. Uh, like he has, we were talking, we've been talking about his like new weasel kind of gimmick, his, uh, his new, his thing of like trying to like weasel himself out of stuff and kind of like be like, he's almost like the kid in class who's like trying to find like a loophole why he shouldn't have to do homework or anything. You know what I mean? Like, uh, uh, um, I guess I'm describing, Myself when I was at school, <laughs> where it's like, but I did it. I did the assembly last week, so I shouldn't have to do it last week. It's like that, uh, and I, I, it's like he's weirdly like immature. But I always love when it comes down to it. He'll, he'll, he'll wrestle really hard. But anyway, he's being stalked by Kevin Owens, and he has this storyline going of like trying to deal with that. He shows up to the arena in a Baron Corbin sweatshirt, like in disguise, like I gotta go to work. He doesn't give his keys to the valet because last week when he gave the keys, Strowman got his keys, found his car and flipped it. He's like, I'm not gonna do it. And it turns out later that turns out to be his mistake because when he's trying to escape, he doesn't have his keys on him and the valet doesn't have his keys. Like I love, I love that. Um, And uh, he's in the Corbin shirt and then He's always trying to weasel himself out. He has like, he's like, oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know (laughs) Shania Twain. He's trying to be like, hey, Angle, he's sweet talking Angle, like going to the principal, just being like, oh, I got you, I got you an apple. I know you love, uh, I love you, I know you love Pink Lady or whatever. Bring him their favorite apple, but just trying to like get out of everything. I, I I really, I dig it. Uh, and and it's it's more specific than like when Rollins was a weasel. And he was trying to just not wrestle. He was a jerk. This is more of like, there's a face element to Kevin Owens. There's a likability to Kevin Owens. Um, that way you're like, oh, he's like, you know, like, ah, oh, he's a good guy. He's just making bad choices. And sometimes he's got a bad attitude. He's, he's uh, you know, he he digs himself holes. It's like that frustrating friend who like isn't just hand. He's always, he's cheating. He's not handling things the proper way. But he's not cheating to win. He's cheating to not do anything. Uh, love it. So, uh, 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 I love it. He goes like, okay, you should not take Twain tickets like he's a nice guy what a nice offer and he's like I don't want that and then he goes you don't deserve Shania Twain tickets like immediately turns on you you know like they like a like a kid anyway then he's like trying to str- he's stressed out to fight he's he's selling the shit out of think about how good he's making Strowman look he's like I'm so scared you know he's so scared of him you know and then uh, he's doing the namaste stuff with gender which already kind of covered 
And then we get to Strowman putting him in a porta potty, knocking him off the stage. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's unbelievable. They they never run out of ideas for Braun Strowman. Uh, I mean, I like this. It's stupid, but I liked it. Kevin Owens, I don't know. You guys probably know more than I do. I don't ever look for like stuff like this because I'm you know I'm trying to get worked. I want to believe that Kevin Owens is in the porta potty. He probably wasn't, but it wasn't a big fall. Uh, but the way they set it up, it looked like he can get in and out easy, and they could throw like blue paint over them. But the blue looked terrible, by the way. It, blue, it looked like blue paint, like Crayola paint or whatever. Like it didn't look like uh, like at all the fluid that is in the toilet. Like that, that that wouldn't make you. That would dye your skin blue. It wouldn't look like blue paint on your skin. It wouldn't be like thick chalky paint on you. It would be your skin would just be blue. Um. Anyway, whatever. I'll let it go. But yeah, I love it, Kevin Owens. It's like he tried everything to get Weasel's way out of it. I loved watching. Someone said this in the Comedians Wrestling page page four in the morning. I believe it was Emily Scott. Actually, I love she said a, a PA had to rig up because uh, you guys got to check this out uh, if you have a second. But uh, Strowman drags the porta potty like a sled. He puts it on his. He wraps the strings on. It, he puts it on his body and he drags <laughs> it like far. There's no way that wasn't a workout. Like that was tough. And he's dragging it. And he's he's. It's like sloppy. He's like bumping into like chairs and like lighting rigs and shit. And uh, he get, and he pulls it all the way into the arena. And it's just fun. Braun Strowman is really fun. I just think the thing is with uh, um the thing with this is it, it's really fun. It's like. Strowman with the case, I really don't like. It doesn't, it's not a good look for him. Holding that briefcase is so off character. I'm sticking with it. Like, yes, there are cool cash in options, except for the fact that we don't know when Lesnar is going to be around. Uh, whatever, but it looks tiny and it looks like it's like in his hands. It is all about getting these hands, but he's, how do you get hands when you're holding a briefcase? You know, it looks like he's to go get the briefcase just to remind people. Whereas, like, I like how some characters build their whole gimmick around the briefcase but that's how much we covet the briefcase and care about it so i don't know we'll see how it goes uh, I, I i'm feeling optimistic about the cash in itself but i love the lead up of mr and the money in the bank you know so i don't know so the porta potty thing it's like so kevin owens is like when they wrestle like kevin owens is no shot of beating Braun Strowman uh in their match uh without a mega cheat and so are you watching the porta potty yeah, this footage is insane yeah yeah it's great it's fun it's great he gets stuck at a door where it can't fit through, and then it just magically appears. Yeah, almost this is a, Kevin Owens doesn't have the fight. He doesn't want to fight Strowman. He's like, it's a. It, it, I love that. I've always said this. The thing I love about Kevin Owens is that I believe he's like I could beat Braun Strowman, but I don't want to fight him. I don't feel like getting hurt. Why am I going to get hurt on a Raw? He's like, I'm a prize fighter. That was his thing. I don't fight on that. The only thing about Kevin Owens that feels gone is the fact that he is. Like a hard work rate guy, but you know, I mean, that's gonna fade away as he's on the WB schedule. What were you saying? No, that, that was just I love I love dumb bits, dumb wrestling bits. Oh, it, it's so fun. I mean, they they seem to be having endless supply of Strowman stuff. Like I haven't actively thought about like here are beats for Strowman, but the game of Strowman is like pretty vague. It's pretty broad. You can do with the budget they have, you can do so much stuff with it. Yeah, I mean, dumb strong guy is like. And almost an infinite, you can do infinite possibilities with that. Yeah, he just flips cars. I mean, he's just like, you know, it's fun. Uh, I just don't, you know, I just, uh, I don't know where they go with Strowman in the sense of like, 
I guess he'll win the title. Just thinking, like, he, uh, I don't know. It's like they're doing this for a long time. I don't know. I'm just interested where they go. He needs, like, a big, like, his feud with Kevin Owens doesn't feel like, it feels like, you know, it's a holding pattern for him. But then who does, what happens with Strowman? Like, is he, how, how do they make him beatable? You know, uh, he is not, he won the Money in the Bank. He won the Greatest Royal Rumble. He basically, he lost the Elimination Chamber, but they all teamed up on him. He eliminated every single person except Roman, if you remember that. Like that. So he is like, looks like infallible. Like he's, he's, he's like invisible right now. Uh, invincible. Not invisible. He's very, very visible. But he's invincible. Uh, and uh, I knew I would mess that up. I knew I would mess that up. Can we edit that out? No. Yeah. Okay. So can't do it. Uh, we don't have those capabilities. But uh, anyway, so <clears throat> yeah. So I I just think it's like Strowman is. Uh, uh, we'll we'll just see where we go from here. No reason to jump the gun here. Uh, okay. Great. So let's uh let's move on to a cash in that'll lead us into our next segment. Hey, fellas, it's John Silva cashing in from Minnesota. Greetings from the land of 10,000 lakes. Um, I have ten, not so much ten. an opinion as much as a question, an improv-related wrestling, sorry, a wrestling-related improv question for Dan. Uh, you've talked on the podcast a lot about uh, how the crazy gimmick doesn't work for you um, or doesn't work in general, and I've taken improv classes, so I'm familiar with this concept. You usually use Dean Ambrose as your example. I'm wondering uh, why... The crazy gimmick works so well for like Nikki Cross, Matt Hardy, and Bray Wyatt. Because um, even if it's not working for Dean Ambrose, uh, it seems to work pretty well for them. So I'm wondering if you can speak to uh, what they're doing differently that uh, gets that gimmick over when it doesn't usually work for people. Um, all right, I love the podcast. Thanks, dude. John, thanks, man. I I, uh, I love you. Uh, but I um yeah, this is a great. Great, great question. Um, okay, so yes, the crate being recklessly, if you're just your gimmick is I'm crazy, it is too vague. It's not specific enough. It's hard to heighten, right? So if you're it, it, like, if you're in an improv scene and you're trying to take one idea, right, and you go like, okay, and 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 you go, this guy, his thing is that he's nuts, right? Th there's no linear progression of nuts except to just get crazier. So it ends up being low, very low brow and it ends up being nonsensical, right? Where like Dean Ambrose every single week would come out and just do something nuts every week. Oh, I'll just break this. I'll break that. Like I remember he's like, oh, I have a fishbowl. Oh, I call myself the dude. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. Now, it's, it's not focused at all, right? Whereas like, let's look at, um, let's, you know what? We're going to go into, let's, Bray Wyatt. Uh, uh, not Bray Wyatt. Uh, um, uh, why am I? Speaking? Oh, Matt Hardy, right? Let's put him on. Let's put Matt Hardy to the side for a second because he's the more extreme example. Let's talk about Jeff Hardy first, who used to be called the Lunatic Fringe. So, okay, how come that kind of worked for Jeff that he was the Lunatic Fringe? Okay, because of authenticity. Jeff Hardy is legitimately crazy. Uh, he is a guy who's like reckless with his life, and he gets up on. 19 foot ladders and jumps with complete, uh, completely 
not caring at all about his well-being at all, right? Reckless abandon. Like, uh, he will, ju- he, they've said it before. They're like, he has absolutely no fear at all, right? So that's why it works for him. You're like, okay, this guy, like, is just, he's just, he's nuts. He also takes heroin, right? He's a heroin <laughs> addict. You know what I mean? So you're like, man, he's unpredictable. Even that, Jeff Hardy, there's a more of a specificity to why he's crazy. Where Dean Ambrose goes, I'm crazy. Oh, today I'm going to have a, a fishbowl here that I'm going to break. Oh, I'm going to like draw a sign all weird, right? And uh, and then and then he's going to be like, I'm hardcore. But then he doesn't jump off ladders and stuff. Yeah. I speaking, mean, he, he, speaking from the improv point of view, he also doesn't really have a justification yeah, by the yeah. sounds of it. He's right. just doing it for no reason and it's kind of scattered and like you said, unfocused. Another good example of where crazy works yeah. is with the craziest of all, the ultimate warrior possibly, but he has so much charisma and commitment and it actually does kind of have a justification. He's this cosmic kind of ethereal lunatic. And so it's all in that world of like uh, his specific brand of craziness, you know? It's yeah. not like fishbowl one week, I'm a fireman the next. Like it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's also a different time in wrestling, like Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior. Like he, his, he, he had like intensity. Uh, he that was all like the spectacle of Ultimate right. Warrior where we didn't really have like hard story. As a matter of fact, a lot of people think that Ultimate Warrior... It did work for me. It was my favorite mm-hmm. as a kid. Of course. But a lot of people think like what he did didn't work. When you go back and you look at his body of work, people are like, it didn't make sense yeah. at all. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. But okay. So like, whereas, so Jeff Hardy, you're like, okay, cool. Whereas uh, Matt Hardy is not at all, his gimmick is not he's crazy. Mm-hmm. His gimmick is that he's broken Matt Hardy. Which actually also come we see in the twenty four documentary came from an authentic place, but also there's a story to this character. He's a vessel being taken over by the seven deities, right? Like there's actually there, you go. There's there your, are rules. There's your why, right? right? And there's a justification to that. Yeah, to his whole thing, where he broke. It was like a new place in his career yeah. where he he broke and he was a- awake in a certain right. way to like, oh, I'm gonna play this character. So I mean, I think that uh, whereas like. Dean Ambrose actually is not crazy. He's a guy trying to be funny. That's actually the improv rule that he's breaking the most. That's the, the worst most. thing you can possibly do. He's <laughs> trying to be funny. By being crazy. I mean, it's... it's yeah, you do not do that. Yeah. Right. Uh, he like is like, oh, I'm going to like... Uh, uh, actually, it's just this bleeds right into our next segment. Uh, uh, uh and yeah, totally. Where like the Dean, What is Dean Ambrose's character? What is he? He's like a jokester. Well, then he's like, why he's not really a threat. He also is not dressed like a professional wrestler. He doesn't have the, like, right? He doesn't have the tools to be a believable threat. Jeff Hardy does because he will jump off of a building to kill you. Do you know what I'm saying? He might not show up. That's, you know what I mean? He might literally, he sometimes doesn't come to Raw because he gets DUIs. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not, I'm not applauding that behavior by any means, but you're like, that's that's legit. What a crazy, that's That's okay. Oh, this guy. All right. You're allowed to be crazy. Right. Also, if you're being crazy for the reason of I'm a jokester, that's not committed. You're detached from that craziness. Yeah, you know? I've talked about it a lot, Dean Ambrose. When he comes back, I'll point out more examples of it. It's ironic detachment. Exactly. Where someone else is committing super hard and you are yeah. just ripping on them uh, like from a place of like, oh, well, you're doing is stupid. Yeah, and it's, you're and you're kind of like smiling and winking at the audience. Right. Like, you know. But now compare this to Kevin Owens. It's all it comes down to selling also. Like compared to Kevin Owens this week, who 
was so not ironically detached from the mm-hmm. fact that Braun Strowman was gonna flip his car and do all the stuff that he could be like, oh, what do you? He could have just been like, what are you gonna flip my car? You know what I mean? Like yeah. he could have just been like, all right, whatever. You gonna what are you gonna hurt me? Like I don't care. Like, but he yeah. was legitimately like scared of him. Right. That he's that is him selling it. But yeah. Also, yeah, well, I mean, we can, I can talk about Sarah, but let's just get into the next segment. But yeah, uh, I agree with you on Warrior also. He's also, Warrior gave you a bill of goods that he was, like, he, he sold you a bill of goods that he was his, like, his belief, right? Right. Nothing he said he didn't believe. He right. thought it was awesome, and he was like, I'm going to come out of here full intensity, right? Well, how John right. Cena works, where he goes, hustle, loyalty, respect, and you know that's how he lives his life. Right, that's, like, one exception with craziness is if you double down and you're as committed as the Warrior, and you have, you're blessed with some sort of charisma and you fit the part and the body works and everything, then you you can circumvent that sort of uh, that critique. You know? uh, and I know I'm going to get complaints. People are going to show me old Johnny Moxley clips and they're going to show me times where Dean Ambrose was nuts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he's not doing it in WWE. What he's doing is pointing blame at Brock Lesnar for having bad matches. Had a bad match with Ziggler at SummerSlam. Had a bad match at WrestleMania 32 with Lesnar and then got rightfully put onto the pre-show at 33 where he belonged. Um Cool. Let's get into this next segment because this will actually shine, shine some stuff on the knife of some clips and notes so that you might even want to shine some more light here. But uh, Constable Corbin and Finn had something that I... Okay. So, all right. My beef with this... I like Constable Corbin concept. I like the rebranding of Baron Corbin. Um, the thing is, like, it just... Talk about justification. Like, he had some nice moments in here where he did justify, but I wanted to make it, like, sell me on this more, right? Why is he so excited to be in this role? He was the lone wolf before, and now he's, like, per- now he's taking the, like, Seth Rollins architect road towards, like, oh, I- I'm personally appointed by Seth, Stephanie McMahon. Like, I don't think before he would even care about them. He had nothing to do with them, and now he still has never been face-to-face with them at all. Not even a fake phone call, I believe. I could be wrong, but I don't remember that. And then... Um, he did make a couple lines that I, I, I went back and watched. He had justification line where he said, guys like me make more money than you. Uh, so it was like, oh, I, I, I yeah, but that's fine. But I, I want more. Like he said, Stephanie McMahon picked me for a reason. And then he stopped. Why? Why did Stephanie McMahon pick you? What is the goal here? What is the con- constable's not a real position there. So let's see, like, what is that? So I just, I want a little more there. Okay, now in terms of that, I could use a stronger justification. Uh, in terms of improv, you want to, justifications are not always just check the box. You have to dig down deeper into them. Like, why? You might have follow-up questions. You get a why and you go, why? If somebody says, if you eat a, a piece of shit off the ground, and I go, why'd you eat that piece of shit? And then you go, uh, because I was hungry. Yes, you've given me the why, but do I have more questions? Yeah, I well, there's other, there's other food out there, so why did you choose the and, shit? Right, exactly. So you have to keep digging into it, right? So, okay, so that's what I'm saying is I want to know what's up there. Okay, so now here's another thing that I don't dig is when you have a fake, when you're not actually re- listening and responding to each other. So Baron Corbin and Finn have this discussion where they do like a whole bunch of like um, of like joke jokester responses to each other. Talk about trying to be funny. Okay. Uh, now I understand why they do this for a big audience. They're trying to get cheap heat and pop for stuff. But like, okay, here here's a sound drop. Um, uh, uh, here. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. 
I'm sorry that my comments about your vest last week got you fired from TGI Fridays. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, I mean, I have a lot of problems with this joke to begin with because, okay, I get it. It's funny that the vest looks like he works at TGI Fridays. Okay, that got a laugh last week, but it's like, I'm sorry that you got fired from that vest. Got, you got fired from TGI Fridays. It's like, that's going too deep into this fake lore of the fact that he worked at a Friday's. Like, you're like, oh, are you wearing a Friday's vest? Oh, did you get fired from it? It's like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the benefit structure at TGI Friday's isn't enough to your code and it's not covering your mental health treatment. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, what? You're going too far. You're saying he looks like he's at Friday's. Don't go a step further. That's just, now it's just weird on Finn's part. But there's also that thing where it's like, the thing where it's like, I'm sorry, right? They're doing the, uh, 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 they're just making jokes. They're not actually responding to each other. It's like, wh why are you upset? He said, I want you to apologize to me for doing that. Be like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, oh, here's a joke. And I'll be like, no, I'm not sorry. And here's why. And here's what I don't like about you. Here's why we're feuding. Like something there. So we don't know why he's a constable. And Finn is has a problem with him. Why? Does he have a problem with Steph? They're just fighting. Okay, now you can argue, maybe I'm overthinking it, but I would like to be vested in these storylines. I can already tell this is going to be just a match I watch for this reason, right? And it falls into that thing like that. I pulled this clip from Family Guy when you start being like, they had a pattern of, a, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, you're saying sorry to me. I'm sorry that, you're, that your uh, face is stupid or whatever they say. I'm sorry. Ha ah, ah, ha. It's so juvenile. It's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a version. Old. Right, it's a version of this. So, Doctor, is Peter healthy? My goodness, you'll be dead within a month. What? what? Oh, Hagar the Horrible, if you keep up that lifestyle of pillaging and giant turkey legs, you'll be dead within a month. Now, on to you. So, what do you think? Pretty healthy, eh? Well, Mr. Griffin, let's take a look at your physical results. Ah! <gasps> There's a spider in here! Now, here we go. Mr. Griffin, you're going to expire in a month. <gasps> this is your driver's license, isn't it? Now, unfortunately, I'm afraid you're going to die. <gasps> When you watch these Dean Martin celebrity roasts. Will you just tell us how Peter's health is? Okay, great. So it's that is very funny. <laughs> In the defense, that is a very classic vaudeville joke, and it is very funny. Yeah, yeah but yeah. what I'm saying is that it's vaudeville, okay? Where we're trying to get invested in it, right? That that scene never moves forward. And we're trying to build a story. So it's like, what if we just go, you say something, I give you joke response. You say something, joke response. It stays in the same place. We're not building a conversation. Right, so this is bad behavior in improv, and and uh, uh, it would be bad behavior. You know where you can give it credit, though, is they justified the hell out of each single joke or like yeah. reason that he was saying it. In Family Guy? Yeah, in yeah. that thing. That Every thing is so well written, it's hilarious. Yeah, right, of course. It's perfect for yeah, that, of course. because you don't see the doctor again. Right. It's f Family Guy's where you yeah. cut to non-sequiturs. Right, you just keep <laughs> cutting and cutting. Yeah. It's all joke, 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 joke. Right. pretty flower. Right, yeah. but you're trying to have two people who have a feud stage, that yeah. uh, essentially they're trying to pay, pe they're trying to get people's money to watch this Yeah, it's a lot. Off. You can't cut, uh, cut away from yeah. that. I am thinking it would be fun to see a who's on first like that, a well-written who's on first in like a wrestling gimmick, yeah. but see it actually work out. Like I would be interested in seeing that. By the way, they used to have a tag team called the Vaude Villains. If this is what they did, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. The, when they had the Vaude Villains, if they were just like, I'll see you there. <laughs> they go like, yeah, yeah. Like a giant you want me to apologize? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your face looks so funny. <laughs> 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 right? They just did that. And they're like, all right, Vaude Villains. Like, yeah. look, we have a match at this pay-per-view, and I want to know you're going to show up. Yeah, I'll show up, and I'll show down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, it's like, yeah. why never? You could have fooled me. Yeah, it would have been great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, yeah. You can be like, right. Are you ready for our match? What? I don't even smoke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's I'm... essentially what they're doing. And Finn is a character who you're like, what is Finn? He just goes like, he's the hero of diversity. That's it. It's he. All we know about Finn is that he votes Democrat if he could vote in this country. <laughs> like, right? Like, that's kind of all we know. It's like, is does Corbin tie that in? Is Corbin a fucking Trump supporter? <laughs> I don't know. Go, go. Let's. I don't know. Something deeper. Um. Anyway, cool. Now, um, how, how do you feel like I answered that dude's cash in? Yeah, I think we gave him a very, Silva? very yeah. good breakdown. Great, cool. Um, all right, so okay, look, well, you know what? Let's keep going on this because uh, I'm gonna go on this Nia Jax. Uh, see, like Nia Jax. Here's an example of like. Here, here's what I'm saying. If we if we just have this, we, this is where we're gonna end up if we don't build. Alexa. Two months ago at WrestleMania, when I defeated you for the Raw Women's Championship, I thought I was finished with you. God, I hoped I was. But I was wrong. God, I hoped I was. And then at Backlash, when I squashed you like the insect that you are, I thought you were behind me forever. Oh, but you know what? I guess I was wrong again. What a snooze. I mean, is uh, that, that what painful. that is? That is such generic. I thought I beat you last week and that you would be over. Like, I'd be done with you, but I'm not done with you. And now I'm going to hurt you. And that's it. Nothing about this character at all. Her name's Nia Jax. What is she? They said she was a bully, whatever. I mean, if you watch it, if I wish I had the visuals of this, at one point she just goes, uh, I'm, our next match is going to be Extreme Rules. And Alexa Bliss's face goes scared like immediately and it's the best part of it it's so expressive just a look from alexa bliss is more interesting than nia Jax's whole promo <laughs> what are you are you saying like what is your deal i mean it's just, that's what i'm saying so now we got finn who just oh now he's a jokester finn finn's a vaudeville a vaudeville jokester I, we could do better this is a billion dollar company we can write these people more specific stuff Worked up, I'm worked up. I gotta take a sip. I gotta let's uh, let's uh, let's get another cash in. So I get to just take a breath. Nine forty-two p.m. Oh, Eastern no. Standard Time. No. Catching up on Raw They're Live. Right terrible toe, terrible too low. Tiptoe with too low. What's up, motherfuckers? Yo, really burning Raw thirty-six seconds and the potential stable of revival. Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre is a group of individuals that you need to throw all the motherfucking belts on. It will never happen, because it's all fucking work. And that was my hot live take of the night. Later, bitches. Okay. Did he say make stable? Did he say... I, I, I Honestly, I tuned out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I tune out with Tula. Yeah, so, I tune out with Tula. <laughs> look, I want to say something about this, because a lot of talk about stables and the comedians arresting face pay for in the morning under his eye, blessed be the fruit, um, is... Uh, uh, is there another Handmaids this week? Do you guys watch? Yeah, I, I think uh, there is. Yeah, that wasn't the finale. I'm only on. I'm on the episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a little bit behind. All right, I thought it was over. Um, anyway, I'm the a show binger. seems to I, be back on track. Oh, really? Because uh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, at yeah, a yeah, very. Yeah. Ugh, 
yeah, right it, now. It, yeah, I'm at a point yeah, where it's it like... It seems to be good enough. Uh, stop breaking the rules. Better than the First Order, at least. But uh, I'm the First Order, Dom Hall Gleason. In every, <laughs> guys, what? In every single movie? All right, okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. So okay. So think about stables. A lot of talk about stables going on in the Facebook group. The the pro the yeah. The problem with with stables is that they right now uh, it's it's sexy to be like let's put these guys together you know what I mean oh let's have this 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 but right now you run into this thing where now that the rosters are split it's tough to like I know with the booking it's really tough to be like oh these guys have to be together uh, you, you have limited things you could do and then also with the flexibility if you want people to like switch shows a bunch then you're like oh we have you don't want to half ass a stable they gotta be like right to censor they're like all in and I could see with the current Raw Smackdown structure stables being like kind of a problem uh, for like the writing it's more it adds another layer of like limitation it's almost like a bureaucracy element where you're like well we can't pull him this way because he's in the stable so I understand why it's like they're not doing more than two people stables or they're just bringing in full like sanity style stables, not just putting a bunch of people together. But it is fun to like make fantasy stables in your mind. All right, guys, let's just uh, quickly uh, move on to uh, smack it down. Uh, no, this, no, this one's obsolete. Smackdown coming back to Friday. Smack it down. Smack down. It's on Fridays. One billion deal on Fox, Fox, Fox. Smack it down, smack down, smack down on Fox. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Okay, so SmackDown. Look, here's the deal with SmackDown. It's July 4th. We're recording on Tuesday. SmackDown literally just ended. I was watching SmackDown up to this. So, um, so we'll just hit a couple things on SmackDown. Not, not, nah, nothing insane really to cover. They had a storyline that the Usos might be added to the Team Hell No match versus uh, the Bludgeon Brothers uh, at Extreme Rules, but. Uh, uh, it didn't happen. Uh, they did have a thing with Daniel Bryan and Kane. So I was saying last week, Daniel Bryan needs to be freshened up or whatever. By the way, he has a new blue shirt. The yes is back. And I think that's what I would classify as hashtag buyable merch. Uh, I like that shirt. I think it looks cool. Uh, problem is it's crunch. If it was acid wash, you know I would get it, baby. Anyway, acid. If it fits like a regular shirt. You guys, I love, I love coffee, and I think that's an acid. Uh, okay. Anyway, I dig that shirt. Also, Oscar has a shirt that's Bible merch. Someone pays in the four in the band morning base Facebook page. Uh, okay. So yeah, they had a thing where it was like, "Oh, you got to apologize to me. You attacked me." They did. A, uh, they did it in the ring uh, to, to introduce this team. Hell no. I mean, I don't know how I feel on team. Hell no. I think it's a great way to put Daniel Bryan on ice if they're looking to make this Miz match a bigger deal. Uh, and like they're they're holding out for what they're gonna do with Daniel Bryan. This is also a good way for him to do tag matches, so he maybe doesn't have to work as hard. Uh, so you can make sure that he's alive for WrestleMania. So I'm fine with it, and 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 it is fun. It's a good way to just put him on ice. That's how I say it. I don't know. That's how I see it. I'm not sure people might be really pumped for Team Hell No. I just whatever. I'm very you know over Kane. I think that seems to be the consensus. But I liked it. He was like, oh, apologize to me, and he had a list of. 
uh, things that Kane should have apologized to him about. And uh, then they like they you know they cleared it up. I thought that was fine. That was cool. Um, and also, I like it's like there's a comedy element to Danny Bryan and Kane. There's a lo- looseness to it that I actually kind of think is fun. Uh, some of it makes me laugh. Uh, they do have a fun dynamic. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't like Danny Bryan yesing backstage. He's gotta not can't. Re- he's gotta reserve that yes chant for entering. I don't like that. Anyway, so yeah, that's fine. Uh, we got to see Jeff Hardy versus Miz. Jeff Hardy's face paint looked dope. Love Jeff Hardy in the red, white, and blue face paint. Uh, Jeff Hardy had the open challenge. He's still holding on to the belt. We're setting up. A, we had a weird sanity pancake uh, new day. A sanity interrupted the new day's pancake challenge. I thought it was fun. Uh, it was fine. I don't really have anything to say there. The thing I do want to talk about is Oscar versus. Uh, Ellsworth. Well, I think that my thing is just like New Day. Where do we go with New Day? Like, I actually mark out for New Day. I think people, you know, Newman was saying he's tired of New Day. Not not tired, but he's like getting a little bored of their deal. I find a way they are always fresh and always funny. Even when they they, they do that thing where you're like, they say a line and I go, oh, it's not funny. And then the next line's really funny. They, they really, those guys really understand comedy. Uh, where, you know, they, they know their voice. They're great. Uh, I still like it. I just, I do want a singles push from one of them. Um, Ellsworth Oscar had a double count out. I love the, you know, I love Carmella. I'm a Carmella Mark. Carmella is money. And uh, I like that when Oscar was run, Ellsworth runs away from the match. Obviously, Oscar's beating the crap out of Ellsworth. And Ellsworth runs away and Oscar runs after. And then Carmella's just like, what is she doing leaving the match? Like, completely ignoring the fact that she was following <laughs> Ellsworth who left. Uh, just, I love, I love, I love like reckless blind heel work like that where it's just like, oh, we're just going to. We're just going to uh, completely ignore one facet of it. Um, it's kind of like Trumpian, unfortunately. But anyway. Uh, okay. Last thing I want to talk about is AJ Styles versus Rusev coming up at Extreme Rules. So it's interesting. AJ was in the ring. Obviously, I love AJ. AJ the crowd was doing AJ Styles, Rusev Day. They're split. There's something so fun about a split crowd there are two faces going after each other all right uh uh rusev you know he's working heel here you know he's putting his he's clearly the heel on paper but the crowd like i'm excited to see that match because of the fact that they're both working baby face uh they're both crowd favorites put it that way and it's gonna be like i think that the crowd reaction for that match is gonna be really um interesting so yeah all right that's everything. I want. My, uh, that's everything for this week. I got nothing else to say, guys. Is that all right? Good. Yeah, I mean, we still almost went an hour and a half. So. Oh, sweet. With just me, even without Newman. Uh, all right, I'm gonna say one last thing. Actually, <laughs> okay. One last thing I want to say is like, listen. I just want to remind everyone. So after my, we were in the PV era, the post-viral, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my my wrestling stand-up video. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. It's why wrestling is better than basketball and it's uh uh it's actually it, i kind of talk about lebron so it's more relevant now a little bit because lebron is still in the news or whatever i don't know we don't care about that uh, i'll care when they add rollins to the lakers but um but the facebook group group has grown as has grown up uh, uh, it doubled in size overnight essentially we've talked about this before i think that uh jerk mills uh he cashed in and, and said his piece there but I just want to say, if you listen to this podcast, which I imagine a lot of people who are whose behavior on there is wild and 
swampy, as we call it. I imagine they probably don't listen to the podcast. They're just people in the group who like to just talk on Facebook. Yeah, I think they're just randos that found like wrestling and comedy and seem to right. like a shit posting group. But uh, yeah, I mean, look, let's. We're not trying to offend each other. We're trying to have fun dialogue about wrestling. It doesn't mean you can't have hot takes. It doesn't mean you can't be passionate about your take. We're not gonna delete someone for being angry or being like f- frustrated with the product or having a hot take or whatever. But uh, if you come on there and start cursing people out and you start just like really, uh, uh, re- really. Uh, <laughs> like aggressively offending the sensibilities of someone or just saying things to be like contrarian in an extremely vulgar way. Like this is what I'm trying to describe the behavior that's happening. Like we, 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 you're not part of the culture we're trying to create, Uh, you know? And it's interesting because I get really hateful messages when people Mm. are getting booted from, which by the way, I'm not the only admin. I, I've taken all, I take, (laughs) by the way, I take every time someone gets booted from the group, even if I don't know about it, it's fuck you, Dan Black. Yeah. You're a lame ass group. There are three other admins who we do not tolerate flyover sweat hogs and we do kick out all the swampy fucks that post shit. By the way, flyover, I'm not condoning. I don't condone that expression. <laughs> that's a Newman expression. Oh, that's yeah. a Newman's. That's that's a swampy Newman behavior. Uh, uh, I don't. Hey, everyone's a, everyone's a, a person. Everyone's great, but there is a specific behavior where it's like you're being too aggressive. You're being too mean. You gotta work out. I would say that if you're hurting inside, look for this group. These are people who actually can help you heal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I have having bad days. There's times where I'm really stressed out, upset about things in my life, and I watch wrestling and I talk to this group and I'm on that group and that's part of me. It's a uh, there's a, a, a cathartic therapeutic element to this group. And I I implore you if you're feeling angry to find the positivity of this group and not give in to your hatred, okay? Take the higher ground. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the cathartic element of the group, if something uh bad happens to you, like you get a post flagged or something like that. It's all about your reaction to, to it. You can post on there and be like, Hey, why did my thing get flagged? And chances are most people are nice. You're going to open a nice discussion about it. And then you'll, everyone will be friends at the end. You know, everyone's very supportive in this group of each other. No one's trying to tear each other down. Absolutely. (laughs) No, no, it's, it hurts me when I got to say, thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. You know, that's not my goal. We're not trying to mm-hmm. boot everyone from the but but uh no, I'm saying like seriously, uh I think it's okay to say something wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's there's things that have been look, we're not th- people have reported things in the group that I'm like, I don't know pretty, why this pretty ridiculous I'm things like, reported. why is that reported? Yeah. I have right. absolutely no idea. Sometimes I think it's almost a bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> but guys, like it's common sense, man. If you're angry, you're upset in your life, if you're saying things that are offending people, this is a place to find New friends. This is not a place to make more enemies. Mm-hmm. And but also, there's no like huge confirmation bias culture in it either. If you want to have a nice, healthy debate or argument about something, people are willing to do that. But it's just not going to get aggressive and hateful. And most importantly, know that I didn't necessarily report uh, boot you. Okay. So if you're thinking about it, it's probably <laughs> more actually more more likely than not, it's not yeah. me. Yeah. I have a higher capacity than you, yeah. especially Newman. Yeah, Newman. we have a very low tolerance for, for very bullshit. itchy trigger yeah. fingers. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So let's wrap it up here. The most important thing that we got to talk about here is the comedians of wrestling SummerSlam Tacular live August 18th Saturday night in New York City. 
after NXT TakeOver in the Barclays Center. Um, it'll be a quick subway ride away. You'll have enough time when it ends to get there at midnight. Uh, the show will start. And um, if you're a patron, make sure you tell me you want to get to the show. I'll make sure that you can get there. We'll talk about some maybe some comps. We'll talk about that as we get closer. The location of this will be announced and likely uh, the ticket information will be announced next week on the show. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm gonna be work. I'm gonna do a, a full half hour with uh, you know based around professional wrestling and uh, my love for it. And uh, and uh, it's gonna be pretty exciting. Uh, I'm I think it's gonna be a really good time. Dolph Ziggler, I mean the Intercontinental mm. Champion, the night before we hope he's getting ready for his one man one hour Iron Man match against Seth Rollins. Hopefully they don't jabroni him. We we. We want him bringing the belt to the SummerSlam. Yes, we want that there. We want the belt there. SummerSlam uh, Summer yeah. spectacular, like Scott Bakula. And we'll have more information about the show coming at you. But uh, yeah, like, hey, really, if you're close, like, come, you know, support the show. Even if you, you know, uh, the tickets won't be crazy expensive. Um, this is going to be all. a Mark Mecca. I it's, mean, if yeah. you're a cow fan, this is it. It doesn't get any better than this. Yeah, this is going to be like a, a, a really good time, and this will set a precedent for like what we're capable of yeah. as the Jabroniac Nation. I am. I. I have. I, I'm optimistic, and I know I'm going to be right that this is the beginning of what is going to be the comedians of wrestling takeover. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is our first East Coast live show, right? In a while. Usually we do yeah. them out here in LA, and I can say, yeah, they are always wild yeah, as hell. It was really hyped last yeah. time in LA. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sick was for like pretty, three weeks after that show. Yeah. The 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 I, after all of them really. We got hit with the yeah. chair too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got beat with the chair. Anyway, so we'll see what happens on this show. It's gonna be awesome. Now, uh, I, just a heads up for the show. I'm going to be headed to New York to be for a while. Um, uh, probably through SummerSlam, and uh, and I'll be in New York. So we're recording the show in New York. So uh, we're gonna be ca- nasty. Newman will be cashing in. You guys can yeah. leave your cash ins to be on the show. We'll uh, it's it's still we're still gonna be rocking it. Uh, oh, maybe yeah, we'll have yeah. an appearance of uh, Sophie, oh. the masturbating engineer. <laughs> see if we can get her in there. Uh, but yeah, I'll be in New York recording from uh, there. Just letting you know, probably m- more. If you got it, hey, I still have, by the way, I still have the cash in of the, the dude who is hating on Shabiro. I'm saving that for next Ooh, week when we have juicy. when we have the King of the Custom intro yeah. in studio. Heal it off. I'll save that so he can respond to that directly and you can challenge him uh, for that. But also, I got some exciting New York guests lined up. So it's nice mm-hmm. I can spend some time there and get people in who, uh, who, who you, people you guys have been requesting. Uh, yeah, cool. So, uh, yeah, any uh, any plugs? Anush? Uh, only plug I have is follow Curbside Legends on Instagram. It's a fun little series I'm doing with Matt Walsh. Uh, I think you'll like it. And you can participate in it, too. That's the best. At Curbside Legends. Uh, me, uh, I'm not going to plug other podcasts on the show because it doesn't feel right. Just follow <laughs> me on Instagram and Twitter at Zig. Yeah, follow me on Twitter at, at dblackattack. Follow at cow podcast. That's the official Twitter of this. And if you wanted to see the uh, the the why wrestling is better than basketball clip, that's on there. You can see that on there. You can follow us our our Instagram, which we're gonna be beefing up at comedians of wrestling Instagram account. And uh, yeah, that's it. I think. 
Yeah, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cow. Summer Slam. Spectacular August 18th, Saturday, baby. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.